When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. and Fire is proud to present Slobber Knockers, a show where three fans get off the couch and on the mic to talk all things NFL football. Plus, we make our own picks for this week's games every week. Featuring your hosts from the Talk To Me podcast, Joshua Toomey, from the Disciples of the Watch podcast, Gene Vogel, and me, Baco. Welcome to Slobber Knockers, the show where three podcasters get off the couch and get on the mic and talk about the NFL and their favorite teams. My name is Baco, and I am joined, as I am most every week, by Josh Toomey of the Talk To Me podcast and Gene Vogel of the Disciples of the Watch podcast. My first grade stutter kicked in there, Gene. Apologies. but Yeah, I like the remix. That was good. Yeah, right on. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing well. We're all feeling good, right? Another weekend, all our teams win. Ain't no stopping us, baby. No? No, not at all. You know, if you want to, if you want your rookie quarterback to pass for uh, 55 yards <laughs> and your team to rush for 304 yards in a win, uh, you know, the Titans are where you need to be. I got to tell you, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's tra- Travis Henry. <laughs> Derek. Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry actually reminds me a lot of Adrian Peterson and your team does of that whole kind of era, other than the Favre season. But like, like I think Adrian was a lot stronger than I think people who you weren't fa- like paying attention to every game like us were. And I think Henry's a little shiftier than than the general populace would think. Uh, I think he look he what he got like two hundred and twenty yards, a couple touchdowns this last game, and. You guys just dominated it. But I, I, when I watch the replays of him, especially this season, it just seems like he is kind of that. They're very similar running backs. Yeah, I mean, if you want to try to take you know his shine and put it on your team, I mean, that's fine. But, I mean, Derrick Henry is his own beast. I, I'm comparing him <laughs> to a Hall of Famer. I thought that was a compliment. Uh, I mean, you're... you're, you're they also called Adrian to- Peterson a beast, just letting you know, so... Yeah, well, you're you're calling former Titan great Adrian Peterson. You're comparing two <laughs> two four two Titans greats. So I mean, I'll take it. But, oh uh, God, I forgot about that weekend. 
But no, man, he's 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 absolutely a blast to watch to be a fan of. I mean, the Titans have had a very you know rich history of running backs, even back to Earl Campbell and Eddie George and Chris Johnson and you know now Derrick Henry. It's just like one after another after another. I feel like, but uh, Derrick yeah, just man. passed uh, those two that you just mentioned. Uh, well, yes. the two big ones in touchdown total, right? Seventy-seven, seventy-six, and seventy-five. 70, seventy-five. Wow. Right. Yeah, so he's now the all-time leading. Uh, Touchdown scorer in uh, Titans history. The Tyler Rose, Earl Campbell. There you go. It, it's funny. People are always like, you're just going to run Derek into the ground. I mean, Derek's like, he's like seventh or eighth year in the league. It's mm-hmm. like, if he's not ran into the ground by now, he's probably not going to be ran into the ground anytime soon. He's had a normal running back career. It's just, it's funny. I think normal for the nineties, but not, not, it's not the way that it's typically done now. No, I'm just saying, like, he's been in the league for a long time. It's like, you know, they're talking about running him into the ground. I'm like, well, maybe, but, you know, he uh, he played in the old jerseys. <laughs> like, that's, uh, that's how far back that Derrick Henry goes. You know, it's, it is funny to see him in the old jersey that I'm rocking now, the Chris Johnson jersey. But, uh, you know, it's crazy to see how long he's been on the team. Well, he was teammates with Chris, right? Uh, no, he was not. Who was the, uh, the running back that took attention away from him this first year or two? Lin- Lindell White. Oh, L- Lendale, Lendale. I'm going to go. White. I'm going to go L- a- LC on you. Yeah, he was Reggie Bush's uh, uh, better half no. uh, at uh, USC. There, he was the uh, he was the uh, smash to Chris Johnson's dash in hmm. the smash and dash. There we go. Yeah, a lot of great running backs with your franchise. Uh, well, Gene, how about you? What did uh, what were you busy doing instead of watching the Vikings uh, beat the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday? Actually, that's exactly what I was doing, is watching them. Nice. Hey, you know, a noon game on Sunday seems to be an issue for you scheduling-wise. You usually <laughs> fall asleep or <laughs> you're, you're podcasting. <laughs> yeah, it was a podcasting conflict before. And then luckily while I was on vacation, they uh, they, they didn't play. So nice. I, I missed a lot of football that weekend, unfortunately, but uh, I, I tried to catch up. Oh, that's right. You weren't here last week because you were on vacation. We have to dump on you for that. I'm currently on my vacation, but I have uh, rules in this house. Podcast first, family time second. Actually, it's, well, I was actually, it's lower than second. But I think that. we had just landed when you guys started recording. Yeah, I, you were in the air, right? Yeah, we, around that time. I think we were actually on the ground, maybe deboarding the plane at that point. Oh, so we could have caught we caught you. Like, you could have phoned in. Yeah, right. Well, it took a while to get our baggage. You know, it's... It's yeah, yeah your wife part. was with you though. She could have been doing that while you were talking to us. So I'm getting it. <laughs> well, that's true. I didn't think of that. You, you could have paid eight bucks for the Southwest Wi-Fi. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> is that how cheap it is? I would eight or eighty. Uh, yeah, whatever. So, hey, worth it. Your vacation money doesn't matter. Oh, trust me. I we spent enough of it while we were gone. We kind of wrapped our vacation in with our anniversary, so we we kind of just didn't care what we spent. Well, glad to have you back, of course. Uh, yeah, glad to be back. I'm sorry I had to miss it. I, I felt bad for picking the bears that or not picking the bears when I <laughs> when there was obviously when there was fog in there, when there was moisture, and I, I totally fucked that up. And I really wanted to apologize. Yeah, it seems to be it's hurting you uh, um, in, in yeah, the standings. It, so, yeah, uh, like, well, for the, the group standings here, uh, Toomey and I are tied for 10th in the overall group, but uh, we have basically the same, well, we have the exact same record, not basically 68 and 54. I've been rallying, though, slowly 
each week. I had another ten and five week. I, I've had a, I think, uh, a few weeks now where I've I've been the nine tens or something like that. So I, I'm creeping up there. But yeah, Gene, you are kind of running away with our little group. Uh, you are up there towards the top, second place in the group. I must say, seventy three and. 46. Let's, uh, it's about the halfway mark, so we should give the listeners a little bit of love. So I'll run down. I'll do the top five here. So we have Jay Zablewski at, at in first place. I think after week two, he took over first place and has been there ever since. Uh, if not, whatever. He's 78 and 44. Of course, I mentioned uh, Gene is in uh, second place, but there is some math wrong there. It says 73 and 46. That means there's, yeah, there's three games that uh, aren't being credited because Gene doesn't know how to enter his picks right. Uh, Leslie, Leslie, if you're at 75, you're still in second place, just ahead of right. Leslie. I don't know how to pronounce it. Her last name was Westfall when I knew her in high school. Leslie Kaposha. So we're getting beat by a girl I knew and barely knew in high school. She's at 73 and 49 in third place. And tied at fourth place is uh, a guy named A. Martell. I'm sorry, I, I don't know you personally. He's 72 and 49. And tied with him is a co-worker of mine named Andy. Uh, and so there, there's kind of the top five. As far as some notables, Todd Cunningham, it says he's 71 and 33. I don't like the way this thing is scoring because he's behind a guy who's 71 and 51. <laughs> Isn't that like 18 games that, that like, like he only gets credit. Like you should be penalized for the games you don't pick that should show up as a loss. So I, I, I have problems with the ESPN for that, but uh, I got to bust uh, Cunningham's balls because he tends to text me at inappropriate times. So uh, th- that's where we're at with the standings. Um, hey, I wonder where he would be if he actually participated every week. <laughs> yeah, because seventy-one and thirty-three. You know, he missed a couple weeks. He'd probably be smoking all of us if he was. If he was, yeah, he's well, he, you know, or he's just picking the real easy ones or something like that. I don't know. He's like, I'm not picking these kind of pick them kind of games. He's staying away from those. Who knows. Uh, I, I can tell you this, that that motherfucking Fairweather, he texted me on Saturday night <laughs> saying that he was not going to get up and watch his Broncos play in London. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm just like, come on, man. You know, I mean, where, where, where the hell are you? They, they, they needed you. Well, it turns out they didn't. They won without you anyway, <laughs> Todd. Uh, all right. Well, uh, hey, Gene, you had an interesting point about the Eagles. You want to uh, lead us off on this one? Well, yeah, I was kind of wondering, you know, there's a joke in local radio. It's like when they go through the schedule and try to find, try to find a loss. <laughs> and usually they'll say, you know, I can't find a loss at the whole season or, you know, where the joke is, but that got me thinking a while back, probably about two or three weeks ago, where's the Eagles first loss? I, I you know, I know Arizona kept it pretty tight and uh, I'm not sure if that's the tightest, but yeah, it was around that Arizona game that I thought, boy, I wonder where that first loss is going to come. Yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting. Uh, who's going to piss off those cranky old dolphin bastards where they, they pop the fucking champagne cork every year? <laughs> yeah, going to do that. Um, I mean, looking at the schedule, I mean, Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, it looks they, pretty easy for a while. <laughs> let, let, let's go through the next three for sure. Here are the Eagles' next opponents. On the road at Texas or at Houston for the Texans. Then they host the Commanders of Washington, and then they go to the, the Colts of Indy. None of those look like losses, um, but I'm going to throw mine, mine pick in the I, – I think they're going to lose to the Commanders. Wow. That's a, so that's we, a, we can uh, keep going, but that's where my pick is going to be here. Then they host is the Packers, who look horrible. What's that? Well, yeah. I was just going to say, is that because they beat the Packers? Well, the Packers is right after the the Colts game. so uh, No, no, I mean the Commanders beat the Packers. Oh, yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, no. Proved it. I just think the, the division games are always tighter than people think. I think they're going to lose a game that everybody thinks they're supposed to win. So, honestly, any one of these three fits because the Commanders are a division game and the Eagles are at home. Look, I I wouldn't bet money on it, but you know they're going to lose a game here. But they 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 have been steamrolling and looking pretty solid. And uh, after that, yeah, they have the Packers at the Eagles, and of course, uh, our our Tennessee Titans at the Eagles on December fourth. Yeah, the first December game there. Then they have the crappy and sappy Giants. They're they head to New York for they head to Chicago. Weather's probably going to be like crap, so maybe Chicago pulls that one out. Um, and then they're playing the Cowboys late in December with two games left. I think these last two games also might be the, where they get a loss because they might be in such a have such a commanding lead. They don't need to win the last two games. And so the, the Saints and or Giants at the Eagles uh, could end up pulling them out. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean, looking at the schedule, man, this is this is a, a murderous row of Texans, commanders, Colts. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, you would think Packers would be a good game. Uh, the Titans. I that don't know seems like the one at. legit game coming up here. <laughs> well, it's, it kind of depends on where we are uh, injury wise at that point. We'll see if we have. I, I think it'll be a fun game, but uh, I mean, I'll pick the. I'll say the Titans just because that's how this uh, show works. Yeah, we never pick against the Titans, but uh, if they can, if they can, <laughs> you and I don't. Get, uh, that motherfucker does. Well, he, he also he also podcasts during you know Vikings games. Uh, that's what I'm uh, talking about. The after after the Titans, I mean, they've got the the Giants, Bears. Yeah, they'll lose the divisional game. That's probably the the one main one is they'll 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 drop one to the Giants or the uh, or the Cowboys. Okay, Gene. Yeah, that's a tough one because of those. Yeah, the divisional games. I mean, we see it here. You know, well, except for the Vikings actually won all their division games so far, uh, but maybe not the NFC North. Uh, but yeah, those division games can be tough. I know some of the teams that I picked uh, that should have won those divisional games against their divisional opponents ended up crapping the bed. Um, so anything can happen. But I'm leaning so far, looking down the list, the first road a speed bump in that would be, I think, the Titans game. It'd be a little bit better if it was actually uh, wherever you guys play there. Yeah, in Nashville <laughs> or Tennessee or uh, wherever. What's what's the city? It's called Nashville. St. How Louis. The is. <laughs> Any rate, he doesn't even know where the Titans play. <laughs> I know it's. Uh, yeah, I forget the name of the state. Yeah, what state is it, Gene? No, on. the stadium. No, I want to know. No, I'm actually... I'm taking it dumber. What state okay. are the Titans <laughs> from? <laughs> As is you want to do. Mm. Uh, damn. Yeah. Unless they, That's you know, not an they, answer. If they get out of that Titans game, what's that? That's not an answer. 
For what? What state do the Titans play in? Oh, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm asking what. what I'm city. asking you. What state? Tennessee. Are they? Okay, <laughs> just making sure. Okay, but yeah, they they uh, they're not in Nashville. <laughs> How are they not in Nashville? Is well, they, it, it is Nashville, the stadium? Yeah. Is it actually in Nashville? That's the question yes, I have. Yes, the stadium okay. is in Nashville. It I is in downtown like Nashville. This is it fun. is in downtown Nashville. <laughs> it is it is okay. as Nashville as you can get. Then I'm I might be mistaken. I'm for a pretty sure it's in uh, the New it's, Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, they share the it with Giants the Giants. Play. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Jets and the Giants, they're all playing. In the New Jets, Jersey, Giants, and Titans. Titans are all in the same exactly. stadium. Yes. Hey, do, so doesn't the, isn't the XFL playing all their games in one stadium next year? Uh, I mean, that's what the, uh, the uh, USFL did. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, carry on. Gene, where'd you leave off here? I don't even know what that We went <laughs> off the rails here, so... <laughs> I don't. It's one of those things that has to get a little bit further down the line. But right now, the Titans. Um, but you know, like you mentioned, Baco, that's that's a good point. Is once you get towards the end of the season, and those games don't become important, and they want if they want to rest people, or if they want to make sure that they're not getting people injured, then they can kind of coast. I mean, Cowboys always play them tough, usually. Mm-hmm. So if if they well, get usually by the, Titans, the whole division be- is just complete garbage and. Uh, it, they all have cl- close games, so we'll see. I, I personally think they're going to lose a game they should win um, in the next few weeks, but who knows? So they, they should they should kind of steamroll past everybody but the Titans. I I agree. <laughs> all right. Is there anything Never else, you guys? Uh, uh, oh. We have to get into free agency. Uh, we had some big news here in Minnesota, but actually, surprisingly, a very active uh, trade deadline day. I, I said free agency, but I meant trade. Uh, the, typically, the NFL is like it, it's the most boring sport when it comes to the trade deadline. All the other ones always have a lot of crap going on. It seems like bad teams are willing to sell off players uh, and good teams are willing to make trades for them. Uh, for us, Minnesota Vikings, we got a tight end. So our, our tight end, Herb Smith, who's frankly been hurt a lot and underwhelming anyway, is hurt again. He's going to be out 8 to 10 weeks with a high ankle sprain. And so we traded for uh, TJ Hawkinson from Detroit, who I know is a good tight end, but I really, because he's played for Detroit other than the when we play him, I really don't see much about him. But apparently he's got uh, more 20... More catches over 20 yards than anybody on our team right now um, or in the league or something like some weird stat like that. But he uh, he definitely is needed. I I, I like the, the move if he's a long term kind of guy because we gave up a lot of picks. But I don't really I'm never really I, I never think in season trades do that much for you. Uh, I, I just can't think of the last time that some week eight trade really helped out a team long run. Uh, and so I don't get too excited about this stuff. Uh, Gene, before we talk about the other trades, because I know, Toomey, you said you're going to be quiet because the Titans didn't do what you wanted them to. Uh. Anything at all. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Gene, what did you think of the trade? I, I don't know. I was hoping for a little bit more, but, you know, we do – we have a – I don't know. A good, it seems like a good team chemistry. Things like, I mean, I know Jefferson's a little bit pissy about not getting more stuff thrown his way, but he's also, really? you know, constantly being double covered and all that. But I think Jefferson's had a pretty good attitude. 
Right, but did you you saw his face during this game? He he had some sour looks. Yeah, I'm sour. Would completely yeah, miss was... him wide open. He'd be just livid. But it sounds like he's cool after the game. Like he's not going into the locker room being all bitchy about it, he which is a, good. He's still had a great game. Right, and, but that's the thing is he his great game is is most people's career games. <laughs> you know, he could be doing more. We've seen it. It's just. He, okay, it sounds like it. you have uh, basically taken over PR for Justin Jefferson. Uh, so um, throw him the damn ball. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think it, it, look, Thielen seems to be uh, less effective uh, with with yes. getting outside ten yards. Uh, still great in the in, in the red zone. He can still make the tough catches. He's just not really whatever. Been in the league a long time. He's slowing down a little bit. So yeah, getting someone that can stretch it a little bit. Uh, and he and you know he's just. A, but to me, I always think slow white guy when I see these tight ends. But they 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 do something. Um, but yeah, whatever. I I'm fine with it. You know what I mean? I always think like trying to pile up picks is what our old GM did, and we'd we'd not draft anybody for four rounds and then be able to pick every player in the seventh round. Uh, so anyway. The other big ones uh, the, the, that happened today, um, I'm going to kind of go in reverse order towards the, the, probably the biggest. Uh, a guy named uh, Jacob Martin was traded from the Jets to Denver. Don't know much about that. Um, Calvin Ridley, I like this one because he's on indefinite suspension. A wide receiver, Calvin Ridley from the Atlanta Falcons. I didn't even think you could trade somebody who was on in any level of suspension, but he's not even guaranteed to play the next year. Now he probably will. Here's the fun thing. He was traded to the Jaguars. Now he was suspended indefinitely for betting on a football game. He bet on the Falcons, his team at the time to beat the Jaguars, the team he's being <laughs> traded to. Uh, so a, this is a very a interesting thing. It's like, Hey, we're what, no love for us, bro. So yeah, the Jaguars are like basically saying this year's toast, which I get. We want Calvin Ridley for next year, and hopefully that'll happen for him. But still, kind of a weird trade, you guys. Uh, this seems like the most Jaguar thing to do ever um, <laughs> in your division. The, the, uh, the they are a dumpster fire of an organization. They will dra- they will trade picks for a, a, a suspended player, um, indefinitely you know, suspended. <laughs> Did you did you do you have the uh, terms of the uh, trade? I did hear this, which is I'll which tell you what. Cool. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Um, it's it's very very specific, like trade wise. Oh, like I did. Yeah, like if uh, he, he it's a fourth rounder. If he hits this incentive, it's a third, and if yeah. they sign him to a long term deal, it's a second rounder. Yeah, it's a very very specific deal. I mean, it's a, it's a good deal for the Jaguars next year. But I mean, they're still going to be a dumpster fire next year. So they'll, you know, he's he should probably bet <laughs> to get out of there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is he going to sign long term or is he going to go back to Atlanta? <laughs> right. This is just Arthur Smith, you know, uh, toying with the uh, Jaguars again. Man, I uh, this one that was just the weirdest one. Uh, I, I think that was actually the, the funnest one too. Um, uh, the Bears oddly traded Roquan Smith, their best defensive player to Baltimore in kind of a cost-cutting move. Like, he wants a new contract, so they're saving some money. And then they trade. So you're thinking, like, they're kind of giving up on the season, too. And then they, they trade for Chase Claypool from the Pit, uh, Phil, uh, the Pit, Pittsburgh Steelers, a wide receiver who's shown some promise, but, you know, hasn't really 
you know, been a game changer or anything like that, you know. Uh, uh, so, which almost says they're kind of investing in uh, their quarterback, Justin Fields, which I got, I kind of get. He's had a, he's had a, I don't know, kind of a weird season. He's shown some, some, some signs. But uh, I don't know. I, I just didn't get it, to be honest with you. Like, why are you getting rid of one of your best defensive players? One of the, and he's he's not like ancient. Uh, I get why the Ravens want him, but and then to also basically give that pick, turn it around, and give that pick to Pittsburgh for a receiver that is, eh. I think the the uh, Chase Claypool was one of the dudes that you know all the all the you know, the pundits were talking about. If if Tennessee gets in the in the mix of of trading for someone, who would it be? And I think a lot of people wanted Chase Claypool. Kind of the he he's kind of the prototypical Titans wide receiver, a bigger dude, runs really fast. But you know he can you know if you're gonna play Average wide receiver under for the ten Titans, yards a catch though. Yeah, well, that, all we need is. 10 yards and then, you know, break a tackle and go for the distances. That's pretty Fair much enough. our offense. Our offensive line doesn't give our uh, quarterbacks long enough to, uh, to, 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 you know, just sit back seven step drop and launch one. Hmm. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I would have taken either wide receiver or offensive lineman and we got neither. And uh, well, would you like to elaborate more? Or is that basically your, your synopsis of the Titans sitting still? Yeah, I don't, I just, even though, you know, we're, we're leading our division by like two and a half games. I don't see the Colts, the Jaguars or the Texans, you know, just rallying to, to, you know, finish out the season on a high note. Same. Um, you know, the bills made some moves. Uh, the the Colts made fired moves. their offensive coordinator today. Yeah. Uh, yeah I didn't want to tell you this, but they hired me to me. Um, oh, uh, well. they saw my Madden record. Uh, undefeated. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll root for you every other game other than the ones against the Titans. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Actually, I told them that was part of my contract because I will not uh, coordinate against the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just, you know, and, and not to be you know too far in advance, I see the Titans winning the division. I see the Titans going to the playoffs. I see the Titans probably exiting first round because everybody else just got stronger and we, you know, stayed intact. Man, yeah, I there's just something about them though. Look, because maybe it's been maybe for the, for the best. Like you, you guys won't be the number one seed, so now you can kind of slip in and surprise everybody. There you go. All right, all right. Uh, the last big one was the guy who went to Miami, uh, Bradley Chubb, a name I've heard, but until today I really didn't pay much attention to. Apparently, he's a stud. Uh, Todd Cunningham can tell us more about that if he wants to, because uh, his crappy team just got worse. And uh, Miami, I don't know, they, they traded some running back with the name Chase uh, and, and some draft picks for this guy. But apparently it's a big deal. They're going to have two pass rushers now. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, there's, there are so many teams right now that are just trading and, and, and just getting all these players. And I'm like, I'm, and, and they talk, and I'm, I keep talking about the Titans, but the Titans are like having like $1.5 million in like cap space. Vikings are very all, much similar. They have like jack shit. So and we're then all, but all these all these teams are just like just piling on these players. I'm like, how are they paying for these people? Like, I need a breakdown of every Titans player and and what they count against the cap because I, I want to do the math because math, the NFL salary cap math doesn't make any sense to me at all. You shove the money around, find a way. Um, all right, uh, Gene, do you have any thoughts on that before we get to the picks? No, I think you guys covered it. <laughs> and Gene earlier said that he thought that Justin Jefferson could do more on the field, and I'm thinking by doing more means 
celebrating at the 10 yard line going into oh, the end zone for starting starting at the 10 yard line rather than starting at the five yard line when you haven't scored yet you know i will well, say this because i never pass up an opportunity to take a dump on jj watt all right one <laughs> one thing i i would love to get rid of in just football especially is when a team like especially if it's not like i don't you know what if if you do something and the game is over like a walk-off home run Everything is on the table, but when yeah. with like, I don't want to see coaches doing the skull chant. I don't want to see other teams doing the gritty. I our 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 defensive guys they didn't even score a touchdown, and they had a celebration planned for a touchdown, <laughs> and they they threw it in there when they got a turnover. And it, you know, but to me, it's like let the Viking, whatever team it is. Let, let, let them have their player, their fans, all this stuff. Anyway, J.J. Watts, uh, Jared Allen's jersey was retired at halftime at the Viking game. Uh, and J.J. Watt got a couple sacks on us. And on his second one, he did a kind of a two-part thing where, one, he imitated what Jared, Jared does, and then he held a baby like this. Now, here's what he was trying to do. Honor uh, Jared Allen and then... He just had a kid born a couple of days ago, so he he had that sack oh. for him. What it what it looked like to anybody who has a functioning brain is you're taunting our team and calling us babies. And then he went on Twitter in typical JJ Watt fashion. Don't misscrew this man. I was on. It's like you know, I accept his explanation, but don't fucking put it on the fans, the media, whatever. You're in our stadium doing it on the day this guy was honored. And and you don't honor us by sacking us. I don't know. Again, <laughs> hey, if I was if I was there, my sack dance would have been me riding in on a horse. Like I would have honored him that way. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, Whoo, you know, like a whistle or whatever, and got my horse over there to to ride off into the sunset after my sweet sack of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, the main thing, fuck JJ Watt. Uh, Gene, you look like you have something to watch. Absolutely. What do you got going on here? <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I, I saw it in real time, and I, I I thought it almost felt like he was doing it in a in a like a nod to Jared. Fine, I, I, the baby thing was kind of stupid. Yeah, he shouldn't have done. He, he probably wasn't expecting to get any more sacks for the rest of his career, so he figured I'm going <laughs> to just jam them all into this one this one celebration here. He's like um, uh, he's like thinking about where the nearest subway is, and. Uh... I'm going to get a sandwich, is, yeah. sandwich in the sack after the game. But uh, all right, that's, that, that's enough. Let's get into the picks this week, guys. All right. No London game, but uh, we do kick off on Thursday with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles going to Houston. And, uh, you know, what? I think we should mix it up here going forward. We're at the halfway point. We, Toomey, Gene, we'll, we'll vote on this. But I think Gene needs to protect his lead. He should go first for every pick. Uh, it is strategically, and then we uh, we can just go Gene Toomey Baco for the rest of uh, the, this episode until one of us else is in first place, and then the same rules. How about that, gentlemen? Who? Wh- how do we vote? I I am fine with that. Gene, it doesn't matter what you think now. All right, Gene, who do you got with Philly going to Houston on Thursday night? Well, I have a brain, so I'm not going to pick the Texans. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles to continue their trend. All right, Tui. Uh, from here on out, I'm just going to pick everything Gene does. 
And then I'm going to check right before the game starts to make sure he didn't switch it up. Nice. Um, so I'm going with Sweet. the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. I've been replaying the episodes uh, at uh, on Sunday mornings just to make sure. Yeah, I'm going Eagles, too, on this one. They uh, they shouldn't have an issue here. Uh, <laughs> the Houston Texans have been as advertised. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a listener that uh, is a Texas fan who's uh, enjoyed my Texas pick, but I'm, I'm tapping out. All right, next up, uh, we have the Los Angeles Chargers flying across the entire country. San Diego, or San Diego, Los Angeles to Atlanta. Gene. I'm leaning underdog on this one. I want to see Atlanta take down the Chargers. Um, yeah, I'm going to, uh, honestly, I was going to pick the uh, Falcons on this one too. So uh, I'm going to make up some ground on Gene. So I'm going to take the Chargers on this one. Me and Justin Herbert. You know what? This actually seems like a close enough game that I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm literally, uh, I'm going to push the button here. I am now picking the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Look, I don't know how much of an upset it would be. Is that Pornhub? Oh, I'm sorry. I did forget to switch screens there. Um, But yeah, I mean, Chargers are 4-3. and They've been kind of disappointing this year, and the Falcons have surprisingly kept their... uh, I don't know, NFC West title hopes alive uh, at 4-4. Four and four. Then we have uh, Miami going into the, uh, uh, what did Gene call it, the city by the bay? Uh, Chicago. Gateway <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the West. Going to be playing under the Golden Arches. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so Miami at, at Chicago. You know what? I totally forgot to check the weather on this one. I'm going to go with <laughs> Miami, though. And this could change before Sunday once I get a full weather report. It's going to be windy. Well, yeah, I figured it might be. But, uh, you know, City by the Bay and all that. But I'm still going with Miami. Oh, yeah, I will. uh, I'm going to have to go Miami on this one, too. Um, You know, Miami just has too much firepower. And Chicago has uh, zero defensive players left after they traded everybody. That's valid. Uh, yeah, um, and it's funny how no one's talk, worried about, like, Tua blowing up his brain anymore. Uh, the Dolphins take this one. I think it'll actually probably be pretty close because it sucks to play in Chicago. Uh, then yeah, we have... People play in Chicago. And, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, ask their quarterbacks over the history of the team. Uh, their best ones played during the run-only era. Uh, Carolina Panthers head to Cincinnati. Man, I didn't realize before uh, last night watching the game that the Bengals have not beat the Browns since Joe Burrow has been drafted. So they are 0-5 now against them, maybe 0-6 with playoff stuff. Uh, but the Carolina, Carolina Panthers here. Gene? Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think they, I, they, yeah, surprisingly couldn't get it done. <laughs> well, in a way. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes the team's got your number, and there's nothing you can do, or you can just try. I mean, look at Green Bay and uh, Buffalo. I did. I did not know game. Jamar Chase wasn't playing until last night. So that's on me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Bengals, especially. I'm gonna call this a rebound game. I think they should be able to rebound and get back on track. I think what's crazy with Cincinnati is Evan McPherson just can't kick a field goal anymore after last year. He oh, couldn't miss a field goal. He was hitting like from 50, 55 all the time. And then last night he was missing, you know, chip shot field goals and extra points and everything else. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Carolina in this one, man. I think that uh, 
the PJ Walker train keeps a rolling uh, right on up to right on up to Cincinnati. I'm not that bold. Bengals win. No. All right, then we have an NFC North uh, uh, matchup here: the Green Bay Packers going to Detroit. Uh, Gene, this kind of feels like a trap game, but I am going to pick Green Bay. They should be able to get it done. Lost but four in a row. Worst lost four in a row. Worst eight game start to Aaron Rodgers' career. That's why, well, I'm, either this is the beginning of the end <laughs> or uh, they get back on track with a, with a win against a division team that they should be able to beat. It's just a matter of what, which, uh, well, I, I I don't think they did anything in the trade to, to help themselves out. It sounds like they, Aaron Rodgers. They made fewer it. trades than the Titans. So therefore, you know what? What mindset is he going into? How many mushrooms is he going to do before he hits the, the field? Is what I, I need just to want know. to know who he's going to blame after they lose. Uh, well, the front office—he's always got the front office's back pocket for that, and then of course, then his coach. But you're, you're picking him. I'm going to I'm going to take him. I'm I'm still not convinced that they can't beat Detroit. And I know well what Detroit was blanked in their last game. Am I correct in that? Uh, two games ago, I believe. They they oh, almost beat ago. Dallas this last weekend. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's why I was on vacation. That's they hung tight and then traded their best player to us. <laughs> <laughs> Even more reason not to yeah, Green Bay. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is two, two, two garbage teams at this point. But uh, I think, <laughs> I think I, 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 I'll pick, uh, I'll always take uh, Aaron Rodgers over Jared Goff. If this was uh, being played in Lambeau, then I'd probably pick Detroit. But no, I'm the Lions lose this one. Um, Green Bay gets a an extra win, and you know um, feels a little better about themselves. All right, then we have uh, Toomey's Colts going up into New England to play the Patriots. This one's a home team pick. Actually, New England seems to find be kind of finding a. Might be a strong word, but every time you think that win. they they do something that just goes anyway. Carry on. I know that's that's the problem with some of these games, and I know Indianapolis sometimes has a horseshoe up their ass, and, and they can find a way and to win. on their helmet. Yeah, that's where <laughs> that must be where they get it. Yeah. So uh, they pull it off their it helmet, up. shove it up their ass, and go go Colts. <laughs> Yeehaw! But I'm going to go with New England on this one. Oh man. You do not understand or realize how much joy I'm taking in this Indianapolis Colts team. I think I do. Like, I mean, you guys had the Packers for years. I know you guys are just just lathered up in all this Packers hate. Just how much you love in the demise of the Packers. <laughs> hate. Uh, oh, it's just, hate. Just, yeah, for me anyway. I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a, a guy who falls asleep or makes other plans during game day though. So. Uh, <laughs> I have, I have a, a reputation. <laughs> so Indy fires the uh, offensive coordinator, like the, some other coach I think I can. They traded Naheem Hines to the Bills. They've just they, they've gone to you know Sam Ellinger, which Fire is sale. funny. Uh, the the it's funny. We we actually went to the uh, to the bar the other day to watch the game for the Titans game, and the Titans and the Colts both played at, at four o'clock here, like the set you know the afternoon game. And when we left the bar, the Colts were winning. 
by like you know six points or whatever and i was like well you know good for, good for them they won their game and then i get home and i see like three hours later it's just like you know the commanders came back and blah 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 and it was it was the most satisfying feeling i've ever felt but uh that being said uh the new england patriots will route the indianapolis colts because they are tanking and they are trying to get uh bryce young from alabama i'm already i'm already drafting for them so they're going for uh they're going for bryce young uh from alabama well yeah good for them and the, the, all those locks are rarely work out uh you hear this about this time of year every year like hey tank for tua uh, suck for luck, that kind of stuff. But uh, usually, it, it, it ends like it ends up changing. But like at the tank for Tua was the Baker Mayfield year, so I don't know. Suck for luck. That used to be my dating call. My name call. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so for my pick, you know, I will say this real quick uh, to me because you brought up the, the the Packers as a comparison for how much you hate the fucking Colts because they have been that thorn in your fucking side pretty much your entire football life. Um, there's a uh, Viking podcast I listen to that when the Vikings, when the Packers lose, which has been plenty this year, they play uh, clips of Packer fans calling into a local radio station. <laughs> and it's been a lot of fun. You know, half the time they're just fucking hammered. But uh, uh, yeah. to this game, I don't have anything to add other that you guys didn't. Um, I have the Patriots win. All right, then we have Buffalo uh, riding high, heading into New York, where the Jets, I don't know, they, they seem to all of a sudden, like the Giants, kind of tailed off after, like, looking kind of sweet. Uh, Gene. Yeah, they let me down on Sunday. and uh, that's But that's not the reason I'm not going to pick them. <laughs> it's just because Buffalo's a better team. Um, so that's my pick, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo at this point... Just watching that, even when they make a mistake, they still win by like yeah. thirty points. So yeah, the Bills, the Bills have this one. The Jets, uh, you know, they're they're getting their their stuff back together, but the Bills, I think, are on the, uh, on a, on a collision course with the Eagles for the uh, Super Bowl. I do think, unlike the Giants, I think the Jets are on the right track. Uh, something about the Giants just feels really, I don't know, fraudulent to me. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but. I do. I'm right there with you. I, I'm, I'm with you guys. Look, the Bills, sometimes they, they don't even look that great and they still win. So, yeah, Buffalo wins this one. Um, and the, the Jets lose another one. They uh, drop more. Uh, then we have the uh, Raiders and the Jaguars. This one's fun because two teams that seem to be kind of on the edge, the cusp of figuring it out, and they haven't done jack shit since. Uh, what do you have here, Gene? <laughs> this is almost a coin flip. I'm not leaving it to chance, so I'm going with the home team, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, yeah, I, I, this is <laughs> this is one of those games, man. Um, I'll go with Gene's coin, and uh, and I'll go with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, me too. Fuck it. I have nothing to add there. This seems like basically a push for a game. And, man, the Raiders, what a disappointing team. I'm putting it all on fucking Josh McDaniels. Uh, I just, uh, almost like the Broncos. It's like, those are two one-and-done coaches, I think. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett and um, Josh McDaniels. The NFC West is going to have at least two coaches fighting this season. Is it too late to flex this game to Sunday night? 
<laughs> the Sunday night game this week is pretty good. All right. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, um, well, we're coming up to the late afternoon game. Seattle goes into Arizona. Uh, Arizona, of course, they just uh, got their uh, basically made uh, cardinal wings and ate them uh, this last weekend. The Minnesota Vikings did. And we have the Seahawks, another bird, but this bird is actually not a real bird. Uh, so Seahawks at the Cardinals, Gene. I think any team that names themselves after a bird, real or fictional, sucks. Uh, mm, but <laughs> Eagles. Uh, I don't know. Seattle's starting to f- seem to find things, but I'm, I, oh, man, this one's a tough one. I, I'm going with the home team, but boy, that's that's with a little bit of. Uh, I think they want to kind of kind of to their fans that they're not completely worthless and maybe this is the game to do that but it'll only last for a week of course so i don't know who they play next week but i wouldn't pick them per se on that one we'll see how they do this week but yeah uh, i'll stick with my pick on cardinals yeah i'll take the arizona cardinals in this one i think uh I still think DeAndre Hopkins is gonna gonna help them out. Uh, I saw the nice catch against the Vikings last week. Um, and Seahawks. I, I still am not 100 percent sold on the Seahawks. Not sold on the Cardinals either. But uh, I'll take that <laughs> one too. Um, yeah, fuck Kyler Murray. Yeah, Hopkins had a great game against us. Uh, yeah, I'm going. Um, I'm going Seahawks. All right. All right. Then the uh, next game there on Sunday after late afternoon, we have the Los Angeles Rams. Another team going across the country to Tampa Bay. Tom Brady is now a, a, a free man. He doesn't have to worry about, uh, you know, spending time with his family anymore than he wants to. Uh, does does it help turn things around uh, for the struggling Bucks, Gene? I'm hoping so. I'm a little concerned that with all the squish he's going to be pounding over the weekend. <laughs> he won't be uh, in, in game shape. You know, they say women weak in legs, so... We'll see how things work out, but I'm I'm gonna pick him. Um, hopefully, maybe that's one of those things. It's it's a, a weight off his shoulders. He's got his abatross off his back, and now he can get back to to winning football games and see if he can take himself to another field. So Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. See, I'm taking the Rams on this one because you know Tom Brady is now just out chasing tail and uh, trying to get him some squish. And uh, just, just you know, his phone is probably just constantly going off. He's, he's updated his Tinder profile. Um, and Grinder. A lot of yeah, Instagram yeah. Uh, influencers are reaching out to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I, I saw somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Pete Davidson is definitely in his, in his DMs. Um, I, I saw somewhere that the betting favorite for his next girlfriend is Taylor Swift, which I, which I find kind of creepy. Oh, I can't um, wait to hear that song. <laughs> you mean album. Album. Uh, so all of that being said, uh, the Rams, you know, uh, Matt Stafford, good married man, good family man, uh, keeping it all together. Uh, I mean, he, he has been known to kind of push camera women off stages, but, uh, <laughs> but other than that, man, he's, he's a good dude. And, uh, you know, I think he's, uh, got his head on his shoulders, so he'll, he'll take this one. I'm going to dial it back into some actual analysis. Uh, the Bucks are a shit show. Their offensive line has been just garbage. The Rams are going to win this one. All right. Then we have the Baltimore Ravens on Monday night going to uh, 
the New Orleans Saints and uh, playing them. The fun thing here is because of the rain delay in the World Series, that means the World Series might actually go up against the NFL on a Monday night game, which they don't want to do. Uh, but anyway, Gene. I'm going to go with Baltimore on this one. Saints just haven't shown much. I know they got three wins. It's not as much as the Baltimore's five. So <laughs> three is less than five. Baltimore. It is. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to take the Ravens on this one, too. The Saints, nice, cute story, you know, shutting out the uh, Raiders last week and all that good stuff. But uh, I, just, I just don't see it uh, lasting. So we'll take the Ravens in this one. Yeah, Pookie's got this. Uh, the, the Ravens pull this one out. All right, let's go to the, the headline matchups then. Uh, Toomey, you won the coin flip. So the Vikings are going to the Commies. The Washington. No, actually, are we go? Are we on our home team or road team here? We are at Washington. Uh, oh, that's right, because this is Kirk Cousins' first game back as an opposing player at his old team. Um, Gene. I am going with the Vikings who are riding high. And I know that we sometimes have difficulty with that Washington football team. But I, I think... Better that, name than Commanders, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I kind of miss it. The WTL. I wanted to be WTF. Uh, which should explain your season. The uh, Washington Commanders are not going to win this one. I have, the, uh, um, I have faith in the Vikings, I think. That they are going to pull this off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah, nice. Uh, man. The Washington Commanders did pull out a really nice victory. Yeah. And uh, the Kirk Cousins Packers. coming back into town. What, what time is this game on? Oh, it's it's a it's a noon. It's safe yeah, noon. yeah. So, so your safe noon game for Kirk Cousins. No one's gonna be watching this one. Um, Kirk might go back to like maybe his old church that he used to go to when he lived in Washington. Uh, so he might be running late to the game. You never know about that. But yeah, I'll take the Vikings on this one because you know our Minnesota Vikings. We're six and one. Yeah, we're taking it down. We don't need we don't need the Washington second best man. record in the NFC, here. man. Yeah. This is a this is a cakewalk. This I'm gonna final score 34-12. Wow, nice. I like that. I like like confidence. Uh yeah, you know what? I I always like to rip Kirk for being like too religious and like, you know, maybe questioning science over like something his dad said at church. And I like the way that the team this year is embracing what a dork he is. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but like when they have road games where they travel back after a victory, he's like wearing just that whole button-up tight look. And then the players that are more like flashy, they take their gold chains and just hang them over his head. Uh, and Kirk has fun with it. The team has fun with the idea that he's just this nerdy dork, which is easy to do when you're, you're winning. Um, because Kirk is not having his best season uh, statistically anyway, but he, uh, he, he is coming through at the right time with the right plays and uh, yeah I think Kirk um, man if that guy has any like kind of like I just gotta beat these guys it's gonna be the, the, the his former team the the formerly known as the Redskins the Washington Commanders I don't think this is gonna be a tough one uh, but it's of course we're a road team 
it's going to be tighter than it needs to be, but the Vikings will win this week. Yeah, as long as I hope our offensive line actually can keep him safe back there. That's one of the things that we are lacking in is giving him time. I think this last week was the first time we've seen a problem. They are the third greatest offensive line in pass protection and run protection. So uh, this, I think Evan Ingram, the rookie, has been a bit of a weak spot the last couple weeks. But overall, the line has been so much better than we've seen and I in years. Probably going back to 2009. I'm, le- I'm, I'm less negative on them is all I'm getting at you. I, I don't know. It just seems like he, that's part of the reason we can't get Jefferson in some of these plays is because Kirk is usually trying to scramble or he's he's feeling pressure and he just wants to unload it. So he's not making some obvious choices where, you know, in the heat of the game. But I, I'd rather him, instead of worrying about Jefferson, I was kind of kidding about that earlier. And we're, instead of we're him getting up in his head about worrying about throwing the ball to one goddamn player, I like what he's doing that he's, he's making some of these runs. Sometimes he just gets locked down, but you know he had a running touchdown. Yeah, that, that was sweet. Yeah, what um, the hell so was I'd, that? I'd like to see him. You know, I thought he was sure gonna run he... out like the ten, and then all of a sudden, like little extra little footies. Kirk, Kirk goes diving. Yeah, yeah, he, he literally had to dive to get that into the end zone at the end. That was great. It was nice to see him to, to do that, but. Yeah, but yeah, that's that, the other end of the show where we do the game recap. We're at the, the picks, so uh, <laughs> let's slide into the game of the week then because Tumi won the toss. Uh, the Titans uh, playing a team that uh, it, pretty solid, still trying to figure out the quarterback situation, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Tumi, do you want to let Gene pick this ahead of you or do you want to take the lead? Uh, we can go ahead and let Gene take, go ahead and uh, yeah. All right, give him the shot. What give team should shot. we not pick? Well, uh, I have a feeling goes to Steve Bono is going to help the, the Kansas City Chiefs, whoever their quarterback is. It is a Steve Bono. It is, yes. Okay, so yeah, Kansas City Chiefs, former Viking Steve Bono. I have a feeling that the, the Chiefs are going to win one at home on uh, or the, uh, the Titans. That's there. I like for all the reasons uh, that Toomey says that they're having their difficulties. I can't see them getting it done. I, 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 I'm pulling for you, Timmy, but I can't, I can't pick your team. Wow. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I, I will. All right. Let's see here. Washington Commanders. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Tell me why I'm wrong, and then I'll, 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 I'll consider my Sunday pick. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Aside from the AFC Championship game, uh, the t- Titans have, I believe, won six in a row against the Ooh, Chiefs. That's a solid including, fact. Um, including at Kansas City. Uh, we, we, last year, I believe we won 28-3 to against the Chiefs. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I think that... Pretty that close. Pretty close. Rabel and, Rabel and the boys have, have a... Have a, a, a not a book on Patrick Mahomes, but they have a way they play him that frustrates him, that agitates him. Sorry? Patrick Mahomes. Uh, uh, he was a pitcher for the Twins. Okay, yes. Yeah, pitcher for yeah. the Twins. Odd book to have on. In the 90s. Yeah. And, and Brittany Mahomes' husband is, is a decent quarterback. <laughs> but... That being said, I, I you know, the, the way I mean, the Titans She got the game, crazy eyes, but what a fucking smoke show. 
even know that, man. I think she's. Yeah, she's I was throwing it out there. I didn't even know what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I had to assume you got that kind of money. It's got to be. Anyway. I think she's been like. I think she was like high school sweetheart. So she's like high school sweetheart. Oh, come on, Pat. Yeah. Step in and tell your kid how this shit's done, man. Yeah, he. Talk to Tom Brady, you know? Exactly. He's out there chasing. Get out there and chase some tape. Um, but no, I, you know, this is, but I, I'm 51 49 Titans on this one, I think. Not not the score, <laughs> but that's, that's a percentage. Um, Thank yeah, you for clarification. Titans, Titans win this one uh, in, 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 a, in a barn burner, uh, 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 you know, 49 to 18. I got the Titans winning this one 51 to 49. I do actually think the Titans are going to pull this one out. Like like you said, you laid it out eloquently, and Gene gave, gave no actual merit to. Um, now, that they've done well against them. Uh, and and Buffalo, for the most part, leading up to the, the, the Monday night game this year. But the, the Titans just seem to just keep plugging along, and Kansas City has looked good and then also had games that were just closer than they, than they should be. I think this is one of them, and the Titans are a team that wins close games. So I'm going to go uh, 23-21 as a final. Nice. Suck it, Sinzak. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Let's get the fuck out of here. Skull, baby. Tighten up. Gene didn't want to throw in a skull. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.